0: Hey, everybody, it's time to roll for intent with the creator's corner. Christian and Trevor are back again. And dear God, what is that smell? That that oh is my awful. God, what is that? I uh, we had to reschedule a couple of times and I Jesus. think this. OK, we, we did have a guest and there is a shape in the corner
1: Where did that used to be.
0: And I don't think anyone's fed them for like three weeks. This is not oh, it's good. All
1: wrinkly and stuff.
0: Oh, Oh! wow. Okay, yeah. Turn on the fans. Open the windows. That's oh, that's going to be in here for a while. Okay.
1: I hope he had like a next of kin for his content proceeds to go to.
0: Oh, I'm not worried about that. What, what, what are we going to do today?
1: What are we going to talk about if our guest is dead? Hold on. Let me try to wave the smell out with this massive book I've got here. That is a big book. Apologies, all. My voice is screwed up. We could not wait any longer to do a recording. I've been sick for a while. So you're going to have to deal with my crappy voice. They'll be fine. This thick book happens to be a copy of Kingmaker. Ooh, Kingmaker. Yeah. uh, Literally had no idea that this was coming. And one day it showed up at my door. I had a, a package. There was no tracking, no anything. And a message. and saying that, oh, here's your review copy. I'm like, wait, what? So that was nice and unexpected because I think we talked about it earlier. Like, I don't think we'll be able to review Kingmaker. We don't We don't have time and I didn't pre-order it and we didn't have it uh, in advance. I did a request, but, you know, it's in high demand. So who knows? But we got it. And uh, we decided to take a little dive into the mechanics and we may get to doing some of the adventure path reading uh and some of the other mechanics or we might not but we decided to dive into kind of what the i guess the crown jewel of this book is meant to be which is the kingdom building rules the thing that i was really excited to get into was the kingdom building rules um because it's a completely different subsystem and you know how much we like extra subsystems on top of subsystems especially when they make sense and they're thematic and they're helpful to the game and they're fun
0: Oh, and anything that we can, you know, import into our home games and that are collectively accessible by the Pathfinder 2 community, regardless if they're playing Galarian, regardless if they're even running this adventure. That's one of my favorite things is like, you know, Path of the Frozen Flame or Quest for the Frozen Flame has tons of great stuff in there. There's equipment, there's animal companions, there's all kinds of you know, goodies for players, regardless if you're running that adventure or not. And there's great things in there. So I'm always a big fan of these these kinds of things. Even if you aren't going to do the adventure, they're always educational and there's a lot you can glean from them. So I will say uh, Trevor and I were both very excited to look at the Kingdom Rules and they are available off of Paizo's website. You don't even need to buy Pathfinder. They're free downloads.
1: Oh, I didn't even realize that, that the kingdom rules were were in there.
0: Yep. If you go even in, I think it's the front of Kingmaker. Maybe it's the front of the kingdom rules, but it's even says in the book that you can go download the kingdom rules for free off of Paizo's website. I have not actually looked into that, so I don't know where the links are and whatnot, but word on the street is that they are there.
1: I'll see if I can track that down by the time this goes to publish, so I can put a link in the description. So if it's there. Uh, You will be hearing what I'm saying, but if I can't find it, I'm going to have cut this part out so you never would have heard it. Perfect. Inception or something. Oh, my goodness. So I want to say I was also super excited about this, right? We are running some West Marches games on our server. Here's a shameless plug rollforintent.com slash Discord. We are doing West Marches. They are in full swing now. Uh, We got a lot of cool stuff going on. So if you're interested in playing some Pathfinder, low risk, high reward come check us out. I wanted to integrate these somehow into the setting. I wanted to integrate these into the West Marches in some way, even if it was for some additional background flavor for the area from which the adventurers go out from, even if they were just kind of toned down, not necessarily a kingdom, but like a city and its protectorate hamlets and stuff around it. Think in uh, Rise of the Rune Lords, Sandpoint is so close to Magnamar that it has a bit of a sphere of influence around it. Um, In Abomination Vaults, Otari is kind of under the sphere of influence of Absalom. Just kind of like, you know, now the Houston metro area is massive, and there's a lot of little towns that are considered Houston metro area. And wherever place you live, you're probably relatively closely associated with a major metro area nearby. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a kingdom. That being said, the more I read, the less excited I got. And it pains me to say that.
0: I am in the exact same boat. I was so hopeful for this. And I do want to I do want to say I have no idea how this integrates into the actual Kingmaker adventure. I have not looked at the adventure at all. I have merely looked at the kingdom rules to see how those are as their own standalone subset of rules. And that said, I, I would not honestly recommend them to anyone. They are a ton of work. And at the end of the day, I think you would be much happier to write down a list of 20 things that could be happening within a kingdom and roll a D20 one month of gameplay and use whatever came off of that. That would be a thousand times faster, less work and more fun.
1: This reads like the writers went back in time 25, 30 years straight to Decipher's headquarters. We talked about Decipher on a previous show. They're a big CCG company that was huge in the 90s and had them write these rules. I say that as an unabashed 90s customizable card game fan. I loved them. But these are written just like the phases of playing some subsystem in a customizable card game.
0: Yeah, the to me, so just so our listeners are a little caught up to speed, you create a kingdom. It is very similar to a character, but there are only four what you would call ability scores instead of six. You create these and they have to do with the various aspects of a kingdom. And there are plenty of people that have parsed out these rules in detail. So I don't actually want to get into all of that. I really just want to give you guys our thoughts and feelings on how well
1: this was accomplished. This is all this is a hopes and feelings review, guys.
0: Yes. And, you know, all said and done, you, you have your character, your kingdom, which is like a character, and it gets skills and it gets feats. And. At face value, when you're putting all this together, you're like, I can't wait to get started. This is going to be fun. And one of the first thing that happens is you only make a kingdom check technically once a month. So every time you take a round for your kingdom, that is one month. And from there, you kind of go back and play your characters. And then you would go back to make your kingdom check after uh, your characters have elapsed in a month of their time. Well, just like our own podcast, we've been playing for over a year. It's been like two weeks. The characters will be 20th level practically by the time we were ever to get back and make one or two or three at most kingdom checks. And your kingdom can level up, but it can never have a higher level than your character. And so many of these things are needlessly interwoven together that it adds a very large level of bookkeeping. It is very tedious. And at the end of the day, you decide what you want to do, but your roles don't have a tremendous impact on anything. You go off your decisions, and that's just kind of the direction you go.
1: I want to stress that we, again, are reviewing this in a vacuum independent of the adventure path. These may be hugely useful and germane to what's going on in the Kingmaker adventure path. But whole point of this podcast is for us to make recommendations of things that would be good in your game, not necessarily in your Kingmaker game or in your Carry-On Crown game or in your Chandara game, right? In your game, full stop. And there were so many things that, Felt like it was pulling me in until you get to the actual nuts and bolts. Like Christian was saying, you talk about uh, building the kingdom. I was into it, right? I actually went through the steps of building a kingdom while I was reading through this. Put it down in my notes here. And then I get to the part where you choose leaders. And the leaders are like, whose line is it anyway? The points are made up and nothing matters. Because you could have a himbo barbarian that's your I don't know, the master of whispers or whatever. I need to go and take a look at what these leadership things are. What I'm getting at is that the character has nothing to do with how effective they are at the job that they chose. And it's absurd. I'm just going to say it. It's absurd. There's no benefit to a face becoming your chief diplomat. You can have a guy with two intelligence and two charisma as your chief diplomat, and he will do just as good as a guy with a 20 in either of those skills. There's, there's no benefit. And it seems really strange. Now, I understand that these rules were heavily genericized so that they could be picked up and dropped more or less without change into the 5e version of Kingmaker and the 1e version of Kingmaker just for tooling purposes. However, it feels like they buffed out so much of the uniqueness of these in order to make them generic that they buffed out all the fun, too.
0: Yeah, I... I agree. And I did the same thing when I was reading. I was like, oh, cool. This is going to be interesting. And I wanted to make a kingdom to see. That's how I help interpret rules when I'm just for my own clarity is, OK, I need to understand how to do this. So I'm sitting down and I'm, I'm writing down. I'm filling up the kingdom stats. And yes, I agree. You get to your your leaders as it were and you can pick from or your rulers you can there's a counselor and a general and a magister and a treasurer and a viceroy and a warden and you could even make up stuff if you wish but the character who is assigned to that is irrelevant it really doesn't matter the individual ruler does add a little benefit so if you have an emissary versus not having an emissary there is a small impact to your kingdom But yes, you you could have a a himbo barbarian that is your emissary, that is your chief diplomat, that has an eight charisma and wants to kill everything. Or you could have a a world-class bard as your emissary, and there is pretty much no difference in how that affects your kingdom or how it shakes out. So looking it over, again, it is a large amount of bookkeeping for at the end of the day, very little effect in your game. And like I said, each of these kingdom checks is supposed to represent a month of game time. So if you're playing characters that are involved in this and doing these things, and which I might add, your characters have to spend a week of downtime pursuing these rulership roles to gain the benefit. So even if your characters are playing... You only get to play for three weeks per se. You have to have a week of downtime, which of course is easy to do with a hand wave. But at the same time, as most of us who play these games and and know you, when you start getting into adventures, it could be literal months of real time before a month of game time has passed. And these rules are not that simple. My largest concern when I was going over this is how am I going to retain this? Because It may very well be that I only do this two or three times a year real time. There's no way I'm going to remember how to do this. I'm going to have to look it up every single time that I want to make these checks.
1: Now, I will say to that end, uh, they have released a fantastic kingdom management GM screen, which Christian can't really see because it's getting smudged out on my camera and he doesn't have the physical books like I do. Uh, But it does help with that a lot. It helps with um, tracking your control of the various portions of the stolen lands. And then a lot, but not all, of these kingdom activities. That's another thing. There are so many different activities, some of which do things that are so similar to other things, it almost feels like they were trying to meet meet a word count uh, in some aspects here. I, I understand that this was delayed a long time, right? And people were, like, really ready for this to happen. But this portion in particular feels really rushed. They wanted to get something done, but didn't quite have the amount of time that they really needed to give it the care that it deserved. Because I feel like there's a piece of something great here, but it's buried and you're going to have to work to dig it out. I don't think that running these as written is going to be very enriching for most games. Even a game that you want to. Kind of structure as a 4X style simulator type game. I don't play a lot of video games, right? But I do play 4X games. I love 4X games. They're great. And this, this was one of those things, the resources portion of this, really was something that I thought I would really like. But I just don't see the fun in the bookkeeping. Like when you're doing stuff, managing the kingdom, there's three different phases. Each phase has like five or six things that you have to do in each of the phases. I mean, you got, you got four hours usually to play a session. If you're like a typical person, you know, a typical gaming group have four hours in a session. You want to spend one of those hours playing spreadsheet hockey, because that's what this is. I mean, if you want to more power to you, right. I'm not going to I'm not going to yuck your yum and say, don't do that. But I will say that if that is the expectation, then there needs to be a a compelling value proposition. And I don't see it.
0: Yeah. That. That time consumption that it will take to manage that. And that's where I said at the beginning, you would be better served to create a list of 20 things that could happen within a kingdom. And then each of those things attribute things, you know, apply penalties or bonuses based on your role. And just like Trevor was saying, you know, you for that hour, you're going to make a couple of checks, you're going to make a couple of roles, and the effect it will have on your actual character is. Virtually non-existent. It's going to affect your kingdom's next check and tell you a couple of things. But uh, you know, I personally don't want to spend an hour to get to that. I would much rather roll off of a very simple table. And you know, as we've already said numerous times, and I think we we both keep reiterating this because we both actually feel bad for not really loving this because we wanted to. We talked about this for months before it came out and we were so excited and we're like, Oh my God, it's finally here. And here it is. Read it. We need to get caught up. And we were going to record and we're like, Oh, how, how are you liking this? Uh, you know, the more I read, honestly, the less I like, yeah, I'm in the same boat and it kind of, well, I'm not feeling great today. And we're going to delay. It. Oh, well we have this other thing. And you know, the, it just kept getting pushed back just because of this. Honestly, uh, for lack of a better word, just disappointment with how the rules actually shook out for what we look for in our style of play. I completely agree with Trevor. If you want to look this over and you're like, what are these guys talking about? I think this is great. That's awesome. You know, my son plays, you know, Rainbow Siege all day long, and I don't have fun doing that. I don't have time to devote to get that great at those games. So it's not fun to play with people and just get murdered every 30 seconds. But There are people that love it. So there is certainly something for everyone. So I don't want to just completely say, no, no one should ever look at this. But if you are familiar with our styles and what we do, then, you know, our input on this is it's just not actually that beneficial to you in the amount of time it's going to take away from you, your game, your friends and and all of that. It's just at the end of the day, not worth it.
1: I think it hit the nail, nail on the head honestly like I've had this content we've had this content and like ready not ready but planned to do this specific review for almost a month now like we were embargoed yeah but the embargo broke last week we still hadn't gotten anything and I think a lot of it was down to how do I frame this in a way that makes me not look like a jerk and me really trying to find if there was something wrong with me and making sure that I didn't miss something that that was there and I just overlooked or trying to make sure that I'm not an idiot for not liking this because it it was very surprising how uh, absolutely unenthused I became after reading about 20 pages into this rule set and, and this rule set is 63 64 pages long so there's a lot and I reread several, uh, pieces of it to make sure that I, I accurately grokked how this all worked together. And the more I read, the more I, I got to like a really sobering opinion. Like, I don't, I don't think this is as great as I wanted it to be. And that sucks, right? That's a sucky feeling in this hobby when you're really excited for something and it just doesn't meet your expectations. Now I still want to stress, this says nothing about the adventure path. Everything that I've heard from people that have begun to play it, GMs that have prepped it so far, it's great. It's well-balanced. It's put together well. I looked at the art and the stat blocks and, and some of the items and stuff in here. I think it's great. And I think we're not the only people that have said similar. Um, Ronald, rules lawyer, put out a video a little bit ago that was looking at the kingdom rules. And, and he got a lot more deep dive into this. That I would probably recommend go take a look at his video as well if you want to make sure that we're not just, you know, sniffing glue over here. But he seems to have come to largely the same conclusion um, and also did a lot of work to homebrew some things to make it better. So kudos to him, and I recommend taking a look at his video. I'll see if I can uh, find it throw a link in the description. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it seems so cool. But when you get down to the nuts and bolts of doing it, it's a chore. It feels like work.
0: Yeah. And, you know, we talk to our beloved community of, you know, content creators, and we know people put their hearts and souls into this. And they put, you know, they were so excited. And I'm sure that they were happy with everything that they were putting out. And this is where our job actually becomes tough because, you know, we've had these discussions where, at the, the end of the day, our bottom line is we have to give you, our listeners, our honest opinion because if you like us and agree with what we say, we don't want to compromise that. We don't want to tell you, oh, this is great because it's officially put out by Paizo because it's Paizo's when we don't feel that. So, certainly, we have, you know, as I said, this, I haven't actually heard anything bad by the Kingmaker adventure from people that have started running it. And as Trevor said, the art in this book is fantastic. The book itself is, dear lord, six hundred and some odd pages. I don't actually recall the number. This thing is a six, weapon, man. It's huge. Yeah, yeah. There is no bug that could withstand its mighty smash.
1: This is the largest. Um, this is the largest RPG book I own now. By yeah, it's actually bigger
0: than margin. the core rulebook. I think by yep. like fifteen pages or twenty pages or something like that. <laughs> so. There is a lot of work that went into this, and if you want to run the Kingmaker adventure, we absolutely, we support that 100%. I mean, there's, again, no one's saying anything bad about the adventure itself, but if you were hoping to incorporate Kingmaker, you know, rules for building a kingdom into your own homebrew adventure... Yeah, This isn't going to be exactly what you need. You're going to need to do a lot of legwork to help make this fit. There's it is not a, a plug and play. There is going to be massive amounts of things that you need to rectify and figure out how you're going to want to bring it into your own adventure.
1: And I think this is our first downer review. It is. And it's kind of sad, actually. It, is we, it really can, is. we
0: both had such high hopes for this. <laughs> we were both very excited for it. And as you said, it was like, you know, the embargo lifted a week ago, but we could have recorded it any time within the past couple of weeks and then just released after the embargo. But our enthusiasm for it was just so low. It was like, oh, do you, you want to do this? Well, I got this going on. And, you know, I got to give my dog a bath. <laughs>
1: Now I, I'm now I'm really even more looking to uh, Impossible Lands coming out in November. I'm really looking forward to to as a palate cleanser after this one. Not that this like left a bad taste in my mouth, but just like something that I'm excited about that I hope I stay excited about it.
0: Oh, well, you know me, I'm an eternal optimist. I always look forward to these things, and everything's not going to be why home I keep run. You around, Everyth- buddy. Why thank you. Everything's not going to be you know over the fences and you know, there's things out of here I'm sure that are going to affect people's games and they're going to love it. And they're going to keep components of these things. And it's also going to inspire people to create really great stuff that far exceeds, you know, they stand on the shoulders of this and they create something that is more probably for what at least you and I were looking for. And, you know, Even something like this that I would regard, as I said, a little bit of a disappointment, it it doesn't mean that, you know, it was a bad thing because it is still going to carry on and it is going to help people create things that are better. You, You only learn from failure and not that I would call this a failure, but you, you know, the lack of success only helps push people to create better, greater things.
1: Talked about this a lot when reviewing creators. Uh, but this is another lovely opportunity of design space. when and wonderful third-party content creators out there, take a look at it and uh, errata this. Release it on Infinite. Make some kingdom rules that people can, like, just drop into their game that have some <laughs> real actionable benefits. Something that's maybe smaller scale, maybe just a town. Maybe just modifications of this to make it so, like, this is your protectorate town and the hamlets around it right? This, this is an opportunity for design space. Like I said, there's something cool here. It's in there somewhere, but it's buried so deep that it does not seem enjoyable to find it yet.
0: Certainly a design space for automated spreadsheets.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. So if you're gung ho on using this and you actually love it, please, please, for your own sake, make some spreadsheets.
0: Yep, you're going to have to tie tab A to tab B and make sure all of that stuff stays stays up and running for your own sanity. So,
1: <laughs> Pathfinder pivot tables, the new adventure path coming 2023.
0: <laughs> well, they don't joke about it being called Mathfinder for no reason. <laughs> and I think that's about all we have for today. But I do want to carry over one little thing and feed off of Trevor's shameless plug for our West Marches game. Uh, I myself just ran two games for that today. I'm running a game tomorrow and our community is absolutely loving it. It is 50 plus players strong. It is half a dozen DMs or GMs as they're called in Pathfinder. And we are having a wonderful time. So if it's something that you might be interested in and want to play some Pathfinder with us and our listenership and community, head on down to the Roll for Intent Discord and Join up.
1: Absolutely.
0: Well, I think that about does it for the week. I'm Christian. And I'm Trevor. And as always, you guys have a great week.
1: Bye, y'all.